Hey family, this is Dr. William Clark, the host of the Dr. William Clark podcast. Glad to be with you guys for another episode. And this is uh, one of my favorite episodes to do. We're going to talk about nonprofit jobs. Uh, this is a part of kind of this bigger uh kind of thought I've had for quite some time. And, and if I go back to why I entered into the marketplace or wanted to be a part of the nonprofit industry, uh, one of the earliest memories I have is a desire to see the industry become more professional. And so for some of you that hear that statement or you hear me say that, you may be thinking, but what are you talking about? Um, is it not professional? For some people, they don't see it that way. They don't think about it that way. And for those of you that already think about the work as a, um, uh, a professional place to function, to operate, to build a career, to feed a family, to grow a family. Uh, this podcast may not be for you. However, I do got something for you because this conversation is much bigger than the professionalism of the industry. But for those that only see the industry as a place to give back or only see it as a charity or only see it as something you just do and you get paid low wages, uh, I want to challenge that. And the podcast episodes that we spend time recording to review this topic and others like it uh, around nonprofit jobs. The, the goal is to uh, bring into uh, focus uh, for more people an opportunity to see this career or this uh, industry as a career pathway that can uh, be fulfilling, that can solve personal professional needs, um, and that can do great good in the community. So I want to address that today. Um, this particular episode is brought to you by uh, the Clark.com website. And so on that website, uh, you'll be able to uh, register for our latest course, Fundraising Basics for Nonprofits. It's a great course uh, that goes into detail about how to fundraise for your organization and how to frame uh, the approach for your organization so that uh, you can raise as much money as you can to do the great work for your organization and to serve your community. Again, if you want to tap into that course, we want to invite you. Go ahead to drwilliampclark.com. Again, it's drwilliampclark.com. So uh, let's jump into um, this opportunity here. Just going to go over one opportunity uh, in this particular episode, um, and there will be others, so stay tuned. Um, we're going to go over this one opportunity. We're going to be talking about learning and evaluation. And as we get ready and as we get this queued up, um, in the event that you're watching this after this post has been taken down, um, the goal is for some people to bring to the forth, uh, forefront an opportunity right now today that you can take advantage of if you want to pursue it, if you feel like you're qualified. The other perspective is for you to look at the organization that's being highlighted uh, there is, as of this time, no partnership with any of the organizations we highlight. Uh, so this is just me trying to share what I think is good information, good perspective uh, with you all. Uh, so I may highlight an organization that makes you feel like, wait a minute, I've never heard of this organization. I've never thought that there's an organization that does this and I have a similar interest or I have this skill. And I think that uh, what I do uh, can really add value uh, to this organization or others like it. So maybe this opportunity has passed me by or it's a bit too uh, high for me or may not be at the level for my career that I'm looking for. But are there others who are doing similar, who are looking for similar skill sets? So I'm looking to pique your interest 
going back to my desire and vision for uh, years ago, I'm looking to increase the talent pool. I'm looking to see more talented people enter into the nonprofit marketplace uh, who can have an impact on our community, uh, who can do great work and who can uh, contribute to what we're doing. So let's jump into this opportunity. Uh, this is uh, learning and evaluation. This is not necessarily uh, consistent with every organization, uh, but I do think um, a lot of uh, organizations do have similar uh, goals and desires for what they're looking for. And so I'm going to, you know, just share this with the goal of really opening your eyes to the opportunity. I want to also, as we're going through this, uh, share and break down uh, what it looks like uh, for you as a uh, prospective um, candidate to to go through um, a job lead and what to think about, what the employer may be thinking about. I have no idea. Even if the employer is in my backyard, which this one happens to be, um, I have no idea who's hiring. I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know what they're looking for other than what's on paper, but I can help fill in some gaps here for some of you who may be looking for this opportunity. So we're going to be talking about learning and evaluation for this particular opportunity. Uh, the funder here or the employer here is the Hartford Foundation for Public Giving here in Hartford, Connecticut. This is posted, uh, you see the date here, July 4th. And so they're looking for a dynamic evaluator with an understanding of the nonprofit sector to join the foundation who can use their skills as a data professional and facilitator uh, to learn with our partners, measure progress and, and impact and strengthen Greater Hartford's communities. So I want to uh, highlight a couple of things that are standing out to me already. Uh, they're looking for a dynamic evaluator. So for those of you who are in the data sciences, for those of you who care a lot about data, data is your jam, whether in a nonprofit arena or not, you're a researcher, uh, you care about information and what information uh, teaches us uh, as uh, evaluators and readers of information, this might be something for you. Now, what they would like is for somebody who not only believes evaluation and data uh, is their jam, but who also has some some sort of nonprofit experience. So you want to be able to kind of highlight what that experience is in your resume and in your cover letter. Now, for those of you who are looking at this and saying, well, I got the evaluation skills and I want to get into the sector, this may not be the opportunity for me. Well, one, you never know. So if you feel compelled to submit a resume and application, go right ahead. But for those of you that have the question, well, how do I get the requisite experience if I don't have it already? And most jobs are going to say, we want somebody that understands the sector. Well, you can look at this and say, well, I understand the sector. I understand how nonprofits function. And you can learn that by reading, by looking at videos. Obviously, plugging into this podcast helps a lot. Uh, reading books, such as some of the ones I've written, Sustainable. Uh, I've written that one. I've written Grant Writing 101. And so that mentality of how nonprofits think and where nonprofits are going can be really, really helpful. Even the course Nonprofit Fundraising Basics uh, is a course that can really help you understand uh, the mindset of nonprofits. So even something like that, the investment in that course can help you come up to speed rather quickly about the culture of nonprofits and what you should know if you're going to engage in the sector. If you want to take that course, go to drwilliampclark.com. Now, so once you feel like you've had an understanding of the nonprofit sector, um, 
they use some really interesting language here. So this this language here, this is something I want to highlight because for those of you that don't feel like there's a pathway for you or an entry point for you as a data professional, they're using this language here to get your attention. They want people who have a data experience. So if you're a data professional and uh, you have facilitation skills, they want you to tap into this opportunity uh, because they want you to be a part of the learning process with partners. And this is language that's used particularly in corporate uh, environments, uh, which simply says, and, you, and if you've been listening to this podcast over the years, you've heard me say the same thing. I want to learn with you. Uh, even if I'm the teacher or the facilitator or the one who's uh, guiding the conversation, I have a desire, a goal to learn with you. Tell all my students that in my master classes, I tell my students that uh, at the universities I teach at, my goal, obviously, is to share information, but I want to learn with you because when we do that, it implies that I bring something to the table and you as the student bring something to the table. And when we bring both of our knowledge and our skill sets to the table, magic happens. And, and the magic, the foundation wants to see happen is a strengthening of greater Hartford communities. And so uh, as a consultant that supports a number of nonprofits in the greater Hartford community, obviously I've raised some money from the foundation, know a couple of folks there. This is something that really matters, and it's important to me personally um, because I live in the region. It's important to me professionally because I work in the region. Our business is based in Hartford. But then uh, in addition, for those of you that are looking for this opportunity, whether you're local or you're regional or national, and you're looking to move to the Connecticut region, this is something to think about. And I would highlight um, that if you're not into understanding Greater Hartford, if you're not into uh, investing in Greater Hartford and being a part of the process of building Greater Hartford, uh, this might not be the right opportunity for you. So let's take a little bit about here, a little bit more uh, into the job description here. So you're going to be working for the Director of Strategic Learning Evaluation. So this kind of gives a so, sort of perspective that there's kind of an organizational structure here. There are departmental colleagues, speaks to the structure there. Uh, and then you're going to be working with other folks without the uh, throughout the organization uh, and contributing to, it looks like here, uh, monitoring, strategic planning, reflective thinking, practice improvement, data-driven decision-making, et cetera, et cetera. And then, of course, impacts on grant-making. So your role uh, when it comes to data as a data professional and as a learning and evaluation officer is to have touch points to all of these and critical things. So for those of you that say, well, I never heard of a position like this before. Um, this may be something I'm interested in. Why is it important for large foundations, organizations or any organization that has this type of position? And again, I want to highlight uh, this this statement here, this this title here really is standing out to be this data professional. The data for nonprofits is important, particularly for foundations, the large scale foundation like the Hartford Foundation. Data influences the decisions that they make, who they fund, what they do, how they plan, how they engage in the community, the listening sessions that they host, et cetera, et cetera. So the accuracy, the availability of data is very influential in how they would like to approach uh, a planning period, planning season, an engagement season, a grant making season, et cetera. And this is not unique to them, uh, but this is something that I think for, from my experience, I can say that most organizations are really trying to move towards if they haven't done so already. So uh, data decision, data driven decisions is going to be huge. Part of your responsibility is just going to read a few here. You're going to work collaboratively with colleagues. You're going to use data and other grantee reporting systems and tools to 
learn and to grow. And so the tools they point out here uh, are um, um, grantee reporting systems uh, that are that are reporting out on the progress reports, summaries, charts, et cetera. And then the data is going to be used to inform staff, board members, community partners, et cetera. Uh, you're going to support the evaluation and learning activities of the foundation. You're going to play a central role in developing databases, information systems, et cetera. Uh, for some that may be hearing that, that, that may scare you off because it's not necessarily speaking to um, you developing a coding systems, but it may be speaking to just a collage of information you're helping put together where there may be an IT professional on site who's going to do some design work or they have purchased an off-the-shelf system. And so what goes into the system, the data itself, you will be contributing to it, which then leads to uh, developing of databases. You know, if you have a background in data design, uh, system design, that could be a plus. Uh, so don't rule it out as an opportunity. Uh, you're going to contribute to the production of literature reviews, uh, field landscape scans, needs assessments, etc. It's really interesting. So for those of you that like to read, those of you that like to write, those of you that like to communicate through articles and published work, this could be an opportunity for you. Again, when you look at the learning officer role, learning and evaluation role, again, researchers, writers, uh, people who are just naturally curious, people who deal with data, facts, information. This might be something right up your alley. Uh, you're going to support uh, learning evaluation RFP processes, uh, whether that's you're working with external uh, consultants or not. Um, and then you're going to contribute to the implementation uh, and improvement of uh, the evaluation process with a focus on DEI uh, and then CREE, C-R-E-E, standing for culturally responsive and equitable evaluations, etc. A couple of qualifications here. Uh, commitment to values of equity, diversity, inclusion, and the ability to embed those values in all aspects of the work. I can tell you from personal experience what I know. They care deeply about that. Uh, dem demonstrated experience with uh, quantitative methods analysis, uh, including data cleaning, selecting and using appropriate data sets, etc. Uh, statistical techniques, creating graphical uh, graphic visualizations of quantitative data uh, experience and qualitative methods as well and they give some uh, techniques listed here familiarity with valuation research and design uh, demonstrated proficiency in group facilitation so after you've you utilized qualitative and quantitative tools and, and uh, resources at uh, your disposal you're going to have to then translate that information uh, in the form of some sort of session with Again, stakeholders were listed above, staff, board members, community members, et cetera. So if you are, and it's just my opinion, if you are a person that prefers to be behind the scenes, behind the computer screen, et cetera, but you don't want to engage with people, this might not be the opportunity for you because uh, you're going to be asked to present information, share information, and bring people up to speed. Um, exceptional interpersonal and collaborative skills and improving ability to translate abstract ideas into actionable findings i think that's going to be important because for with data particularly when you're dealing with you know a large organization like that it's stakeholders it's fundees it's partners people are going to always ask the question uh why like what does this data mean what should we do with it why does it matter and so that last bullet there of translating abstract ideas into actionable findings um is going to be critical. So education and experience, um, prefer degree, and they give some areas, social sciences, public health, public admin, public policy, international development, et cetera, could be helpful. Three to or more years related experience in a nonprofit sector, uh, research and evaluation. I want to highlight something. I kind of mentioned it earlier, 
So I talked about um, they had an opening line here, an understanding of the nonprofit sector. And then they say here at the bottom, uh, three years of related experience. Uh, and they give kind of this combination of areas where they want you to have experience. For those of you that have zero experience in a nonprofit arena, one of the things I would recommend that you consider is if you're looking to make that transition into the nonprofit arena, uh, I would encourage you to volunteer your time and specifically, I want to be specific here, specifically volunteer in areas that you can utilize the skill set you're hoping to transition to the nonprofit, nonprofit arena. So if you're into learning and evaluation at your current place of employment and it's a for-profit entity, a governmental entity, which may translate well to a nonprofit arena, but let's just say a for-profit entity and you're looking to get into the nonprofit arena, it would be a great idea to find an organization where you can volunteer and say, hey, I would love to do some data, uh, data-driven data work with you, do some learning and evaluation work with you, qualitative, quantitative methods. And here's my recommendation. Just go all out. Draw up a proposal identify a, found a nonprofit that you want to work with that really speaks to you and then bring that skill to the table, do a project over a period of time. And just remember, it's a volunteer project. They may or may not have money to pay you. It may or may not be stipend driven. I don't think it matters, particularly if you're looking to uh, get into the nonprofit space. I think the most important thing is to have experience, do the project, volunteer, do a great job. Do you. And this is why staying in your lane and doing what you do uh, from a for-profit perspective in this pro uh, volunteer project is going to be helpful. And then build off of that and see how that opens doors for you uh, in other arenas where you may be looking for a place of employment uh, to have a more substantive and permanent impact. Um, they would love to have somebody with an advanced degree, knowledge degree to Harvard, be helpful. Uh, this is interesting. You know, I'm a transplant. And so that knowledge of Hartford, I, I don't want to uh, I just can't overstate the importance of that, particularly in this region, how that is viewed and valued, particularly when it comes to relationships, the development of relationships, the cultivation of relationships, the maintenance of relationships and the longevity of relationships. That is something that I just cannot overstate. And I just would assume across any region where you're new and you're moving from one place of the country or one state to another just realizing that you're probably going to have to figure out how to uh, connect with the right people uh, to build your network uh, to get the work done. Strong data visual, visual, visualization skills, uh, experience with managing, managing uh, relational databases, uh, experience with applying culturally responsive and equitable evaluation methods, etc. Expertise in advanced qualitative and qua quantitative models, uh, modeling analysis. So if this is something up your alley, go to the Heart Foundation for Public Giving and uh, explore that opportunity and uh, take a deeper dive in and see if that's a good fit for you. Uh, I want to just point out as we kind of close here that the importance of doing this is just to highlight professional opportunities for some of you uh, in the nonprofit arena because we need you. And at the end of the day, the more working professionals who are bringing their skills to the table, there's going to be a benefit. So selfishly, you get the benefit because you're building a career. You're able to provide for your family. You're able to advance your career, et cetera. But what this podcast focus on, focuses on and what we care about 
is more professionals coming into the nonprofit workspace, adding major, 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 major value and being a part of the, uh, the transformative process and journey for our communities. Our communities depend upon nonprofits to do great work. And even though you may not be on the front line serving and doing some of the frontline work, which is so important, it is important to highlight that your job as a working professional, maybe you're in the office more, maybe you're a C-suite executive, it contributes to solving problems. It contributes to resolving challenges. It contributes to transformative actions taking place within any given community around the U.S. here. So as you look at these opportunities, take a good look at it. See if it's the right fit for you. If it is, pursue it. I wish you the best of luck there. Again, for those of you that are looking to learn more about fundraising, if you're looking to learn more about nonprofits, and this is kind of a new area for you, Take my course, Fundraising Basics for Nonprofits. You can register at drwilliampclark.com. Again, it's drwilliampclark.com. It's a great course, uh, easy course, but also detailed. It gives you a lot of cool information. And we go deep into the world of fundraising and why it's important, how to do it, some of the techniques and tools you need to look at to effectively fundraise for your organization. This is the Dr. William P. Clark uh, podcast. We will see you guys next time. See everybody.